Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to the behind the scenes audio tour of my journey with writing and publishing books. First of all, thank you so much to everyone who celebrated the book release of She Wants More with me last week. It means so much to have your support and encouragement. I am really feeling the love. It just, it means so much. You are the best. So a couple weeks ago, an acquaintance found out that I write novels, and one of the first questions he asked was, where do you get your ideas from? This is such a great question, and I wanted to expand on it for one of our episodes here on the Indie Author Secret Podcast. So that is our topic for today, how to find ideas and inspiration for writing stories. Finding inspiration for writing my stories is something that comes more easily or naturally to me than other aspects of the writing process. At any given time, I have at least a dozen book ideas going, and I have a notes section on my phone which includes dialogue snippets and scene ideas for specific books that I am working on. I update it whenever inspiration happens to strike. Sometimes that's when I'm out for a walk, or washing the dishes, or trying to fall asleep. Often those ideas will come when I'm not trying to force myself into coming up with new ideas. It's pretty funny as well to wake up some mornings and find that I emailed myself like half a dozen times the night before with book ideas as I'm just lying awake in bed. Sometimes insomnia has its benefits. Now I have to admit, when this friend of mine asked this question of where I get my ideas from, I was kind of taken aback. I was kind of flummoxed by it. I've been writing stories since the time that I could hold a pen. So coming up with story ideas is, I guess, just kind of how my brain works. Coming up with ideas has never, knock on wood, been a big issue for me. But the more that I thought about the question, the more I could start to pinpoint specific ways that I tend to perhaps subconsciously find inspiration and ideas for stories. And these are strategies that I use when I know the basics of what I want to happen in one chapter or another, but I'm just struggling to flesh out the details of a scene. So when it comes to actively seeking inspiration, one of the things I have found most useful to do is start with something everyday and realistic and play the what if game. For example, quite a few months back, a guy I was seeing invited me to join him and a couple of his friends at a board game cafe. He didn't tell me who his friends were. Now, I live in Winnipeg, where we joke that it's not six degrees of separation, it's one. Everyone seems to know each other in this city. So I took this real-life situation and decided to play with it. Meeting at a board game cafe with unknown people seemed like a really good scenario for a book because it's something readers can relate to and see themselves doing. It makes the story more plausible. I asked myself, what if you agreed to go to this board game cafe? But the other people you were meeting weren't just friends of his, they were another couple, so this was a double date. And what if, upon arriving at that cafe, you realized that one of the people in the couple was your ex, who you had a sordid history with? Ooh, that could create quite a bit of tension and drama, couldn't it? This particular idea ended up being a really fun and pivotal scene to write in my upcoming full-length novel, Swipe Right. I like to play this what-if game with dialogue, too. 
So in the case of dialogue, if I'm discussing one topic or another with a friend, I might think to myself, okay, what if this topic of conversation took place between coworkers or strangers or a married couple instead of between friends? The end result might look very different. The conversation topic stays the same or it starts the same, but the actual content of the dialogue or the direction of the conversation is what would be radically different depending on the relationship between the two people. Or in another instance, there are often a lot of things that are unsaid in real life conversations. So in that case, I might go down the rabbit hole of what if in such and such a conversation with someone else, instead of asking that question or avoiding that topic, what if a different question was asked? Or what if that touchy subject, that that elephant in the room was addressed outright instead of just being glossed over? From there, you can play with how that conversation might take a turn or develop some interesting conflict in a novel. We tend to avoid conflict and confrontation as much as possible in real life, but in books, there is a really great opportunity to face that conflict and confrontation head on and explore what that could really look like. It's very important to mention here that any time you play the what-if game, you want to make sure that what you use in a book is your own work. By which I mean you do not want to fall in the trap of writing characters that are identical to people in your real life, and you do not want to steal or borrow anything that they have said in a real-life conversation. So if you are playing the what-if game based on a conversation you had with someone in real life, then you will want your story to start after the real-life conversation ended, for example. Using another person's words in your book is a form of plagiarism. Be very cautious with the what-if game if you decide to play it for yourself as a tool to find inspiration. Remember, that's what this is all about. Inspiration, not copying. You are emulating real-life scenarios and dialogue to make your story more realistic and to resonate with your reader more. Outside of these sorts of ways to actively search for ideas and inspiration for stories, I personally like to write about things related to what might be going on in my head, you know, in a, from one month to the next, from one year to the next. The books that I write are not autobiographical by any stretch of the means, but the concept around individuals discovering polyamory and testing out the waters with ethical non-monogamy is something I've been experiencing over the last year or two, so it's a topic that I'm really fascinated with. It's something I'm thinking about a lot, and that's why it's the main topic of what I'm currently writing about. And I'm sure that as things progress, I'll start to write about non-monogamy from different perspectives as well, right? So we tend to like to focus on what we might be thinking about a lot in our particular life at this point. But as things change for us, our perspectives might change as well. And we might um, come at it from a different angle, which is really cool. So if you are learning about something new, or if you are personally particularly excited or enthusiastic about something Draw on that for ideas and inspiration. You'll be more likely to take the idea and run with it, turning it into its own entity and actually sticking with the story until the end if you are passionate about the subject. So you could think about this from in terms of philosophies, lifestyles, 
um, hobbies that you're taking up, um, different jobs that you've had over the years, right? So you can take it from all of these different types of um, of experiences that you might have had or things that you might have been interested in. So those are my tips for you if you are looking for writing inspiration and ideas. Take an existing situation or conversation and ask yourself, what if? What could happen next? Or how things could take an interesting detour if an element, for example, the relationship between people, was different. Make use of your current or past interests to see what can come out of it. And if you are really stuck, see what can happen if you take a step away from the computer and do something mindless, like go for a walk or wash the dishes, because you might just get some of your best ideas when you aren't trying to force it. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this as well. Where do you find inspiration? Do the strategies that I've talked about here today for finding inspiration resonate with you? Feel free to email hello at saganmorrow.com or connect with me at saganlives on Twitter and Instagram to chat about it. Thanks so much, and I will see you in the next audio recording.